Good mornings here. Uh, look at that. Well, we got a new player in the game. Chip 707 says, don't mind me, just waiting for the show to start. First one here. Wow, look at that. Andrew says, morning ass, happy Friday Eve. Right back at you, my friend. Douglas says, happy Friday Eve, my people. What it be like? Oh, it'd be good. It'd be good. Straight Fire says, sweet, fourth place. Arnie, time to kick some ass. Will do. Hangtown Jen says, morning ass family. Hangtown, I, I, I hope you didn't mind the Guns N' Roses this morning. Sorry. Uh, what the hell, Braddy? You're slipping. I guess you got tired of winning first place. Oh, well. Uh, Travis says, good morning, ass family. Braddy chimes in. Good morning. Well, good morning to you, Braddy kid. I hope you're doing well. Hot Mama says, happy Friday Eve ass. First day of vacation for me. Girls trip to the ocean. Well, re- what, what? What, what? Girls trip to the ocean. That sounds fantastic. Have a good time. Bradster says, good morning, big and ass hats, too. Right back at you, Bradster. Now, I, I feel bad. I feel bad that we, we left out a special birthday yesterday, so. Happy birthday to you. 
Chuck Norris. I don't know how you, you, I glanced over March 10th. Chuck Norris's birthday, the man turns 81 years old and still can beat everyone up. Man, oh man. It is a well-known fact that Chuck Norris's tears can cure cancer. The only downside is Chuck Norris has never cried. Little known fact, Chuck Norris once was bitten by a king cobra. And after three days of agonizing pain, the cobra died. Did you know this about the birthday boy Chuck Norris? He has counted to infinity twice. Did you know that Chuck Norris has never done a push-up? No, he pushes the rest of the world down. Do you realize that the boogeyman checks under his bed for Chuck Norris? While Superman has Chuck Norris pajamas. Jenny US 6 says, I heard they tried to make Chuck Norris, to- Chuck Norris toilet paper, but it wouldn't take shit from anybody. No. So happy birthday to a fine American, Chuck Norris. Don't ever crank call his gym without Star 67-ing it, though, because they will call your ass back like there's no tomorrow. I called him up. I Remember when Chuck Norris said the home gym? It was yeah, some, some crappy thing. I would never say that to his face, some crappy thing, because, you know, Chuck Norris ain't using the home gym in his home gym. So I called up the Chuck Norris home gym, and I asked, uh, I asked for, uh, yes, I'd like to speak to uh, uh, <laughs> Mr. Norris. Uh, what does this pertain? Uh, this is Ranger business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they called me like fucking 70 times in the next four days. Fucking bastards. Uh, all right, real quick, we, we, we have an email that was sent in, so uh, oh, what a real quick, like, morning. just so uh, I can do Welcome this. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Says, hey, Arnie. Okay, I'll tell you what the fuck I want. I did that whole thing because Dave Co., who wrote the letter, put that part in, and that is from the original Coming to America. He says, I finally sat down and watched Coming to America 2, so you can go ahead and ruin it now with spoilers. Okay, thanks, Dave Coe. I appreciate you giving me permission. Uh, My first reaction when I saw Leslie Jones in the movie was boo. I've never been a big fan of hers. Well, because you're a racist. Uh, But I must say that she killed it in this movie. She had me laughing pretty hard, especially when she held the scented candle and started fanning towards her crotch, towards Akeem's way in order to turn him on. Uh, next, I was stoked to see that Tracy Morgan was in it, and although he was typical Tracy Morgan in the film, I felt like he didn't really cut loose. The barbershop crew was really good. However, they looked the exact same age as in the first movie. Yeah, it's only been 30 years. They're going to age a little bit. I love the scene where the uh, girl that Akeem was supposed to marry in the first film was still barking like a dog 30 years later. That was funny. Uh, but after I was said and done, I thought the movie accomplished exactly what it was supposed to do. 
I was entertained, and I'd probably watch it again. I had nothing else going, and on, and Mrs. Daveco wasn't there to give me back rubs and suck my toes and tickle my back side with a peacock feather. You know, a typical evening at the Daveco household. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't ever need to hear about another typical evening at the Daveco household. Uh, thanks for reading my email, your buddy Daveco. Yeah, I think you nailed it right there, Daveco, with the whole Tracy Morgan thing. Is that they they didn't let anybody blow up in this movie. They didn't go like like I, I expected a lot more. I, I'm starting to really not like it now, the more I talk about it. But when I watch it, it reminds me it's nostalgia, so of course I'm gonna be happy watching it. But like I said the other day, I thought the first one was so ahead of its time with Eddie playing all the characters. And I thought, okay, they're going to do something new and cool in this one that we haven't seen yet. And it was the exact same thing. It's like, how many times does he have to go back to that? You know, he did it for the clumps. Is this his new go-to thing? I don't know. I I liked it, though. I still like Coming to America, too. Uh, Ratburger says, Coming to America, two thumbs down in my mind. Okay. All right. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, the good old governor of California decided to have a big old fucking press conference yesterday. By the way, uh, tonight, the president of these here United States, Joe Biden, Joey Biden from Scranton, he's going to make his first official address to the country. 50 days after taking office. Anybody want to place any bets on anything here? We need to get one of those square games going. How many times did you say Scranton tonight? Does Joe Biden step down tonight? Oh, man. Ho, ho, ho. I bet you y'all weren't even thinking of that, were you? Is tonight the night he hands the reins over? Longest a president has ever gone without addressing the country. I don't think he's going anywhere. But, but hey, nothing has surprised me yet. So, uh, let's see. Oh, over, under, fi- oh, under 15 minutes. Way under 15 minutes. You don't have to worry about any of your local broadcasting being interrupted tonight. No, 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 no. Alicia says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. We'll write back at you. So uh, Governor Newsom decided that, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the state of the state address at Dodger Stadium because why not? I'm a big fucking celebrity. I should have an entire stadium open towards me. Well, he doesn't have a fucking ginormous ego or anything. And he had lots of things to say about the coronavirus. A lot of things that make you either say, well, can you prove that? Or, well, then why the fuck are we not open yet? The first one. He called California's death rate one of the lowest per capita in the nation. 
Yeah, he actually he got that one uh, like halfway. I I don't want to give him full like ding ding ding, so uh, I won't give him anything. 134 deaths per 100,000 residents. Okay, I guess he did good. Good there. Uh, what do you think the shit show in the streets would be like if he handed the reins over this quick? I think that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. <sighs> well, that's interesting, Richard. I'm glad you asked that question. Do you really? Of who? Who who would it who would it who would it set off? The the right wing mob? The the terrorists that attacked on January sixth? I don't I don't think it would set them off. And I I don't think putting a black woman in charge is going to set off the Black Lives Matter people. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't I don't think that there would be craziness in the streets. I, I, I think I think more than anything you're gonna get me to come on the air immediately afterwards and say, I told you so. Because, look, we all saw this coming. No, he's not stepping down, I, I, I don't think. Uh, a right-wing mob uh, that did tens of, th- of dollars of damage to the Capitol. Yeah, those terrorists. The Trumpers? Um. Uh, no, I, I I honestly don't think that that would happen. I think you'd be at a lot of people that were were squawking real loud. I don't think they're going to take to the streets and, and, and start going crazy and burning down, you know, bars and, and restaurants because they didn't get their way. I, I don't think that will happen. Uh, Andrew says, I think all it will do is energize the Republican base and give them something to say, we told you. Oh, I think, I, I think it does energize the Republican base. I, okay, hey, Richard, this is what happens. The, the Trumpers are proven correct. And now you can all but guarantee he is going to be running in 2024. And the Republicans will give him a, and. Boy, I tell you what, it's going to, I don't know who's going to have to eat the bigger piece of of shit humble pie. Well, I I know who's going to do it. It's going to, it's going to be the Republicans. Here was a group that tried to get him out, tried to help the fucking left get him out there at the end. Still couldn't get him out. Now they realize they can't win without him. Boy, I tell you, that's a phone call. I would, I would love to just be just ears in a room to hear that how that fucking call went. Oh, if I'm Donald Trump, I, I'm saying, I'm telling Mitch McConnell, you better get your best looking, uh, fucking relative to my house right now, because I'm putting my cock and balls in their mouth.
I think the best thing that could happen for America is for the DNC to try to remove Biden, but Biden refusing to go quietly. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Well, see, that was another thing that I came up with. You remember when the let, – let, let's go back, shall we? When Hunter Biden's fucking laptop first came to light, people had known about it for like a year. But nobody brought anything up. And then all of a sudden, it completely went away. Nobody talked about it anymore. Then after he won, they started talking about it again because this was my idea, is that originally Joe had taken this role to become the president because they thought he was the only one that could actually stand a chance against Donald Trump. So they put him in there. And they knew that they had everything working in place with the coronavirus and everything and scaring Americans, and now the deficit's bad, so we all blame that on the president, so we got to get the orange man out of office. They saddle him, Joe Biden, with one of the first people to drop out of the Democratic race, a woman who wouldn't even get 2% of the votes from Democrats to become president. She was the choice. She was a clear choice for a reason, that she looked like a black woman. That's why they took her. And they said, Joe, we're going to let you be president because that's all he's ever wanted to be, but we're going to need you to step down. And at first, Joe went along with it, said, no problem, great. Then once he, he got elected, and he got that taste of power. He's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be stepping down. And the DNC, because they're going to play hardball, they're going to go, well, I guess that computer's going to come to light again. If Joe Biden fights him, it goes one of two ways. If he fights him, he is going to either be impeached, and they're going to fucking drop the hammer on him for it, or he's going to be, uh, what is that, 25th Amendment, 26th Amendment? They're going to say he can't do it, or he steps down. It, it's one of those ways. I can see a larger scale January 6th, not necessarily a lot of violence, but a lot of voices wanting to be heard. Throw in some implanted pro, uh, pro, provocateurs. Good word, provocateurs. Uh, easy for them to use that attack. Uh, First and Second Amendments and railroad it through. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh. You're right on board. If Trump was to win, run, who would be his VP? Well, I can guarantee, I, let me just say this right now. I will mark it down. I guarantee. It ain't Mike Pence. No, I don't think it'll be Mike Pence. I don't, be, I don't think it'll be either of his kids. He's going to have to take one of those young congressmen that wouldn't uh, change their vote to impeach him. You know, the, the ones that they were trying to get censured and sit, kicked out of office. I think he takes one of them on. I prefer uh, Trump doesn't run. I wouldn't mind seeing Ron DeSantis running. Tulsi Gabbard. Everybody loves Tulsi Gabbard. Look, hey, Tulsi Gabbard was a Democrat, wasn't she? I, I don't know enough about Tulsi Gabbard. Hold on a second. Let, let, let's see. 
Let, let's do some Tulsi. Okay. No, not 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 Mohammed. That's what I want. All right, let's see. Uh, from Hawaii. She was in the army. Good for her. Thank you for your service. She is a Democrat. They'll never run co-party, so... She would have to switch. They're talking about Trump and DeSantis. I feel I could really see him running with Ivanka, though. I I don't know. Mm, I, it, I know he probably would want to, but I don't think America would vote for two Trumps. She's a dim in Hawaii. I liked her interview on Rogan. She's an interesting option. Okay. You know what? Halfway, I mean, halfway decent looking chick. I could see her getting elected. Maybe. Possibly. We'll see, though. I just want somebody that wants to do what's Best for America. That's all I want. Not best for the Republican side. Not best for the Democratic side. Just what's best for America. That's all I ask. I know, I'm asking a lot there. Uh, All right, so uh, we're talking about the lying that Governor Newsom did yesterday. And I'm glad the Associated Press, Ratburger actually sent me this story, so thank you, first of all, Ratburger. Secondly, thanks to the Associated Press for actually doing some fact-checking on a Democrat. That's pretty amazing. Okay, so death rate, he was kind of, he was up there on. Now, he said that California has the most robust vaccination program in the country. Uh, that actually, the state is actually in the bottom half of states for total doses administered per 100,000 people. So they, they, they aren't leading the nation. Equity, Newsom said, we just don't talk about vaccine equity. We've designed our entire system around setting aside 40% of vaccines to the most impacted communities. Uh, 40%, he said, actually, so far, it's been 9%. So he's a tad bit off. Good morning, Zach. How are you, my friend? Uh, Getting children back in the classroom has been one of the thorniest issues facing Newsom every single day. More and more schools announce reopening dates. Uh, He didn't mention that there's no minimum for how often kids have to be in the class. They just have to offer it. So if they offer it one day a week, he says, yeah, schools are open. So pretty much uh, his whole state of the state address last night was a farce. I I know, I know, that's just crazy talk. I'm saying something bad about the chosen one. 
Douglas says my son goes back full-time April 12th. Now, let me ask you. Now, that means full-time, like Monday through Friday, every day, right? And how long do they have to go? Like, do they have to go through the summer? Crucible counts one hour a week in classes, schools open, which all of the big city districts will do just to get their money and back to paid vacation. Yep. Oh, yeah, Tim, yeah, we, we, we chatted a little bit about this yesterday, uh, probably before you got here. The good news is if he, he does get recalled, his shot at presidency is dead as fuck. Yeah, he can, he'll still get probably nominated to some political jobs. But, yeah. Okay, no summer school. School has been modified schedule with shorter days. All right, so it's open, but not really. Okay. All right, so the uh, remember the Olympics last year? They got canceled. The, Olymp- the Olympics that were over in, uh, in, in uh, Japan, I believe. Yeah, Tokyo. Hiya! Appreciate that. Uh, the the Tokyo Olympics uh, set to be held in Japan. All right. Do, do we have that all cleared out now? The 2021 now games will be held this year, but the Japanese uh, with President Seiko Hashimoto has said that no foreigners will be allowed to attend the games. The athletes, yes. No foreigners, though, outside of the athletes. Sorry, I was just texting somebody back something. Uh, we're doing it next story, actually. Uh, let's see. Uh, my boys uh, are back full days all week starting Monday. Okay. Fauci says the Olympics should be canceled, uh, then changes his mind when he's asked to be the grand marshal of the opening day parade. Seiko Hashimoto, so he's a cheap watch with a thyroid problem? Yeah, no shit. I thought Japanese were foreigners. Well, not in Japan they aren't. They're the home team there. The government has concluded that it was not possible to allow foreign fans to attend the games. 
the president has also suggested that the families of players participating in the games be barred. However, President Hashimoto, while opposing this suggestion, says, this is a chance they may only get once in life. So on an emotional level, I want families to be able to watch. They're going to allow fans, just no foreign fans. I thought the numbers around the world were going down. By the way, only about 900,000 tickets have been sold outside of Japan. That's it. Boy, oh boy, that is fucked. Mm-mm. I mean, you got to let the families go, right? I mean, you've been taking your kid to fucking... Whatever terrible sport is, what are these the summer games or are these the winter games? I ain't sure which ones they are, but think about it. You've been driving to ski mountain. You, you, you know, you're sitting out there in the fucking cold watching them ski from like age five up until now. Goddamn right I want to go to the Olympics, watch my kids perform. Biden says, yeah, let's have the Olympics. We'll kick those Ruskies' ass on the ice. Um, Joe, this is Summer Games, and it's not 1980 anymore. <laughs> Miracle. <laughs> you know, that corn pop was a bad dude. Uh, all right, great news to announce. My beloved Texas Rangers, even though they are going to suck this year, yeah, I, I'm going. I'm just saying right now, we got we got credit. We need to get on that immediately because April 5th is opening day and the Texas Rangers are open and full capacity. It will be the only time that that place sells out all season long with this shitty of a team. I can't wait. April 5th needs to get here, like, now. Now, the Rangers have said games afterwards they're going to implement the social distancing rules and all that kind of stuff. But opening day, no, Rangers said, fuck it. We lost all that attendance last year with a brand-new park. Nope, uh, every seat going to be sold. 40,518 fans. I can't wait to be one of them. Oh yeah, Jeff. I I, I know that they're gonna they're pulling back. I don't care. I just want to be at the first game there. I was at the rodeo there. The Rangers will also sign Dak to four years, one hundred and sixty million. It was weird yesterday. Uh, I went out to the star. That is the first time I've been out to the actual star where the Cowboys practice. I didn't know Dak was having a press conference yesterday. If I would have known, I would have dressed a little bit better. 
but went out there and uh, we're at, eating at the Wahlburgers. I got to tell you, Wahlburgers is a tasty burger. Get a chance to eat a Wahlburger? Now, if it's between Wahlburger and Shake Shack, I'm sticking with the Shake Shack. Wow. Uh, my brother-in-law is pitching for Team Israel. He and my sister are expecting their first baby around the uh, time the Olympics is over. Talk about cutting it close. The manager for the uh, Reno Aces, can't think of his name. He was once the manager for Team Israel in the World Baseball Leagues. Team Israel is actually a really good team. You think the Palestinians are the good ones because they're the ones chucking them rocks. Israel's the better baseball team, though. Uh, wow. Wahlburgers is better. Sticking with my boys in KOTB. Okay. All right. Hope you get the best seats in the house. I, I just want seats in the house. Uh, Zach just texted me. Who wins more games, your Rangers or my Cubs? Oh, Cubs. Cubs are easy. Cubs could actually challenge for the Central. I'm, I'm telling you right now, the Rangers might win 40 games this year. Is uh, Wahlburger a fifteen dollar burger everywhere? I not. Ch- I, I I don't know if it was that much yesterday. I know in Vegas they are. They're expensive in Vegas, and that's why I choose Shake Shack. Shake Shack's a way better burger anyway. I'm at thirty five. So yeah, probably. I mean, with drinks and I got tater tots and onion rings. The onion rings were eh. Tater tots are pretty damn good. Didn't try the mac and cheese. I was told we should try the mac and cheese. I didn't even realize they had it. Uh, let's see. Uh, in great news, the Sack Soccer franchise lost their major investor. And now things may not happen again. <laughs> great news for the taxpayers. Great news for Americans. Oh, when Sacramento first got passed over for the professional soccer team, and everybody was so pissed. It, like, went to San Antonio or St. Louis. And then the next year, they got it, and everybody was so excited, and they drew up these plans. I, I don't think they did. they ever break ground on the soccer stadium? They already have that soccer stadium. Go play over at uh, Sacramento City College. Isn't that where the Sac Republic plays? It's soccer. Nobody's going to get, By the way, people don't go to the Republic games. They don't. Just a lot of taxpayer money spent, or should I say stolen? Corruption is alive and well in California. They play at Cal Expo? All right. No. Hey, the the new soccer team could play there as well. There you go. Uh, All right. So, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated about the Rangers game. I'm excited. 
with him now, a foreigner's coming into this country and soccer is going to get huge. Even though I don't give a shit about what uh, about it, I think it's going to grow. Well, I just have to say, uh, let, let me just say this. Okay, it has it. When 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 they say things are popular and its popularity doubled, it's like having two people like it and now four people like it. Soccer is still a game that we do not care about here in America. We don't. It, it's not like golf tournaments. By the way, I think it's great. This is awesome news that they report that I saw reported. ESPN is getting hockey back. I think that's fantastic. I think that's the best thing that could happen to the NHL is being put back on, on, on ESPN so people can watch hockey again. Nobody knows where the sports NBC channel is or the CBS sports channel. Worst thing to ever ha- happen to the NHL was when they had their when they had their fucking strike. Missed an entire season, and then got pulled off of ESPN. It's awful. Uh, but I don't watch soccer. I just have been to music festivals there. <laughs> Legals uh, do love football. Let them play it in the desert on the at the border. So sick and tired of having soccer pushed down my throat. I, I understand. Hey, you and I are around the same age. It's been pushed down our throat for over 50 years. How soccer is going to take off. Soccer is going to be this. Soccer is going to be that. It never has. It's It's soccer. It's popular in other countries because they everybody can play it. Here, people can play other stuff. I wish they would put, you know, going back to, to how NHL is coming back to ESPN, thank Christ. I wish they would put rodeo on ESPN. I think the more people that got exposed to that would fucking love rodeo and bull riding. Taps Bud Light on my TV to mix hockey and golf or full contact golf. Now, that's the best thing to happen to ESPN. Look, this is like, I, I look at soccer like I look at religion. And they're very close in other parts of the world. Religion is something that these people is ingrained into their system. For us, it's a pastime. We go to church our one day a week, maybe. Maybe we're two-timers a year. We go on Easter and Christmas. But not them. Their religion, they pray eight times a day. They get on their knees and they pray to God eight times a day. We don't understand that. And it's the same for soccer. They love soccer because everybody there... Fat kids, skinny kids, tall kids, they all can play it. And it's dirt cheap. It, it's a game for the poor. And we have other interests in this country. We think it's better to be able to shoot a round ball through a hoop 
We think it's way better to put pads on and tackle one another. And I think it's extremely uh, so much more better when you try to hit a round ball with a round bat. And we have all that to choose from. We're going to choose the better, the harder, the one that less people can do. Too many pussies to deal with rodeo. Yeah, you got all the fucking PETA people and all those fucking queefs. They love cricket around the world. When do we get our first cricket field? It's racist that we don't have one. Wait, wait. Aren't they building a big cricket center somewhere in the Sacramento area? Wasn't that something? Maybe is it going in here? I saw something on the news. I don't remember if it's that old or what. And cricket's a game. I've tried to watch this. I try to understand all sports. I don't get cricket. You get a bat, but it's a flat bat. Okay, you can hit a round ball with a flat bat pretty easy. And then the guy skips the ball into you. So all you got to see is where it bounces and then figure out where it's going to be, the apex of it, and then hit it out of the ballpark. I saw a guy one time hit it. It went out of the ballpark, and the crowd didn't even go wild. I'm like, dude, that's a home run. Okay, somebody just sent me a list of cricket grounds in the U.S. Uh, Pierland, Texas. Fuck, I don't even know what that is. I, I thought they were building a big one. Uh, there aren't many. So, thank you, rapper. That Dodgers, Dodgers Stadium is not a cricket, <laughs> cricket grounds. That's a baseball stadium. Can't put City Field, New York there. No, those aren't cricket grounds. Boca Raton Cricket Club. Now that's one. And it's a super hard leather ball. Yeah, it's crazy. I just, I, and, and like there's three ways that you can play it. There's, like, games that last three hours, then games that last a day, or, like, nine hours, and then there's games that last three days. Well, how do you play a game for three straight days? You, you ain't going to get tired? I think you're going to get tired. Uh, by the way, a newspaper actually, and this this is mind-boggling. I love how they written it. They wrote it. Hell freezes over. Newspaper says Trump shares credit with Biden on vaccines. Well, first of all, when it comes to the vaccine, only one candidate deserves any credit for the vaccine. And his name is not Joe Biden. He didn't come up with it. It wasn't his plan. Why are you giving Joe Biden any credit for, oh, I know. 
I know, that's right, because, oh. But once again, by giving, they're taking all Trump's credit away by mentioning Biden in there as well. Trump and Biden both deserve credit for this. No, they don't. No, they, they actually don't. We, all, we, we saw this happening the, the first week that they were rolling out when President Trump was still president. Joe Biden will be the president. I, I find it funny. Look, I, I'm not upset at this article. I, I read the article, so I would, A, have something to talk about on the show, and, B, have some fun with this. Because it is funny that they gave any credit whatsoever to Trump. At all. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that papers haven't written that Trump caused coronavirus. I'm just telling you. People are not happy right now. It's funny that all these... Yes, I've become somewhat addicted to TikTok... I, I hate it, but the videos are quick, and I can watch a lot of them. <sighs> Look, people people don't like each other when it comes to Republicans and Democrats. It's not that it's not the 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 family that we have here, where we can actually have conversations with people we disagree with, and that is a better representation of what is actually happening in America than our show. Our show is the way things should be handled when we have conversations on this show. As much as I disagreed with Christopher last week and the ID and the voter, no matter how much logic I gave him, he was, he was, he was standing his ground saying no. And I, got, I appreciate that. As wrong as I think he is. He's at least standing his ground, and we actually had a conversation about it. We were able to talk like adults about it rather than scream and then put insults in there. Now, can I get to that level? Absolutely. I love getting to that level. That level is why I wake up on a daily basis. But when it comes to doing the show and we have disagreements, we're going to talk those disagreements out. If I'm wrong about something, hey, I'll admit to I'm wrong. <laughs> Tim says, bullshit. Give it to Biden. Because when it comes out, the vaccine causes horrible side effects and arms start growing out of foreheads, Biden will get the credit. Uh, I'll just say this right now. I, I, that's not too far off. And, and what, I, what I'm actually saying isn't too far off is that if something does happen and, like, arms start growing out, oh, th- it's totally going to be Trump's fault. Totally going to be Trump's fault. Don't even kid yourself. Uh, Douglas just sent this to me. Chicago suburb to become first city. To give black residents reparation as vote on housing assistance draws close. Well, 
I, I believe we have the Chicago mayor. Nobody likes you. You're a liar. Mm-hmm. And a thief. Yes. Murderer. Okay. Uh, all right, let's see. A suburb of Chicago is setting a precedent. Blah, blah, blah. Some residents say it doesn't go far enough to truly be called reparations. Evanston, Illinois, just north of Chicago, voted to approve a groundbreaking measure which the city would financially compensate its black residents to address the wealth and opportunity gaps they have experienced because of historical racism and discrimination. Now, can I point something out here real quick? I I just want to point something out. (laughs) I would like to point out that two of the biggest success stories of all African Americans happen to come from the same area. Both from Chicago. You know, this area that's handing out reparations due to the fact uh, of historical racism and discrimination. I want, I, th- this is what I want more than anything. I want to see one of these two people open and cash a reparations check. Then I will have seen it all. I can gouge my eyes out. If I see either Barack Obama or Oprah Winfrey cash a reparations check. One became president. One is one of the most powerful people in the country that isn't in politics. They both come from this area where everybody's so held down. How do you explain that? Oh, 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 that's right. Somebody in the in the music world who's deemed a genius, even though I think he's fucking nuttier than squirrel shit, also comes from Chicago. Let's see his name is Oh, that's right, Kanye West. I am so tired of hearing about being held down, being oppressed. This is like, this is the comedy that I, I see in my world. This is what I see to be the true, truest form of comedy. Is when I hear about this and then all of a sudden I think of Oprah and, and Barack Obama. That's comedy right there to say that that area, the black people have been completely oppressed. Well, not completely. It's like this new story, this new, what was it, super straight, this new gender that's out there. I was born super straight. I'm only attracted to uh, opposite sex, but they're born opposite sex. So you're not into trans people. And all the people from the LTBQXYZ AI group have come out and said, that's not a gender. They're the only people in the world that can't say that. They can never say there's no such thing. 
That's the comedy there is because that's that's the gate they have to keep. Oh, you only get sexually aroused by plants? Well, you're uh, a plantophilia. I don't, I don't know what the fuck it's, it's naturally called, but. No, 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 there, there can't be a super straight. You can't say that. The goat of the NBA played in that city. I don't think he was oppressed. No, 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 he was held up, admired, just like Walter Payton was. I, I, there are so many examples to go through, and it, it, it's just, it's nonsense. It's word that, that, that somebody can type out and fill up a sheet on a, on a website page. Uh, Eviston officials have been putting together a plan that distribute the money. The first $400,000 will be dedicated to addressing ho- addressing housing needs. Man, come on, really? You're <laughs> so how many black people got lifted out of poverty from welfare? The reparations are just going to keep them in poverty, lower the standards and expectations, and the motivation to succeed will be lost on many. Oh, and the blame will still be somewhere other than those who co- who collect the check. Yes, absolutely, Douglas. Absolutely. It does. It look. It's not going to change. I want to say sorry, but I'm not sorry. I think it's a complete joke. But hey, <sighs> by the way, <laughs> Jimmy J.J. Walker got out of the projects in Chicago. He lives in dynamite life in SoCal now. Hashtag good times. Yeah. <laughs> Slater just wrote, dude, the super straight movement is great. I love the troll factor. I love the other side showing their hypocrisy. It is truly, it is the most delicious thing that's out there right now. I I actually, I do, I love it. I love it. When I'm on TikTok and I see the super straight, I always always just start laughing because I know it's going to be good because there's going to be some. What the hell ever they they identify as come out and go, that is not gender. That is no such thing. You can't say that. (laughs) You can't. You have been you have been fighting your whole life to be accepted and say there are more than two. Well, now we got one. All right, there's one. We like that one. No, that's not real. Oh, my God, you said it's not real. Well, we've got a new generation to worry about. Not us Gen Xers. We're perfect. Then you got millennials. You got Gen Z. And now, are you ready for this one? This is the lamest one of all time. Does anybody have a guess at what they be, they're calling kids that are born 
now. Anybody? has gin woke no tim you you have the description that they're totally fucked gin woke no no it's uh rat burgers close he says corona babies gin corona oh no meet gin c the covid generation The how dare you assume my generation, generation. No, this is Gen C, the COVID generation. Uh, let's see. Uh, years back, my ex-wife wrecked her car, and we chose to only pay for liability insurance. My family offered to pool money, help us get out another car. I'm very prideful and refused to take any money and told my family that I appreciated the help, but I know that I can do it on my own. My brother, on the other hand, has wrecked his car at least six months and had full coverage on his vehicle, but he went to my family, begged for money to buy another vehicle. We are not the same. No. <laughs> Let's just call them the giant C-word generation. Amen. I, I love how this is written. And leave it to CNN to write this story. Natalie Sanchez heard it in her children's voices when their birthday parties were canceled and saw it in their faces when they couldn't play with their friends. It was more than just simple disappointment. It was fear that the world they once knew might have changed forever. That's a little dramatic, isn't it? Isn't that a little dramatic? If you're like four or five, are you really going to remember back to the days of wearing the masks? Quote, I think that it's something that's going to kind of scar them. I don't think that they'll ever forget. Really? Now, I got I to gotta say, I, I, I got to say, I don't think that this is going to be one of those things that we remember 20 years from now and go, oh, God almighty, at least it's not like 2020 was. I think, I think we forget about it in like two years. Natalie sounds like a shitty mom. Both my boys had their birthday parties last year. By the way, let, let's just cover this right now. I just want to say it. And, and, Alicia, I don't think your boys did this because I don't think you're gay. Uh, they didn't have the drive-by birthday party, did they? It, we, we've all seen this, right, where the, the kids are, are driven by and they wave and the kids have the masks on in the car and the kid has the mask on in the, in, in the front yard. 
and they just wave and they honk? Uh, do they drop off gifts? Is there like a is there a drop off center at the end of the street where they can de decontaminate it all? Because I, I gotta I gotta say this right now, those are not birthday parties. Do you know what that is? That's traffic. That's unwanted neighborhood traffic. If I need to go get a can of Copenhagen and I'm backing my truck out of the driveway and I see that you got some kind of fucking uh, procession going on here, that you're all slow and honking at the birthday kid, uh-uh, get the fuck out of my way. This is unwanted traffic. These neighborhoods are not built to sustain that much traffic. That's what I will tell them. By the way, gayest thing in the world. Your kids, your, your kids, do they do not think it's the same. There is no way. No, I staunchly refuse to do that. People that asked, I told them they are more than welcome to join us uh, and the fun. But no one is going to the edge of the driveway to wave at you when they're playing in the water slide bounce house. Okay, good. I didn't think that you would do that. I've been wanting to go off on this topic for a while now. This is, I look, we have done some dumb shit. And they've done this with everything. They do with this with old people's birthdays, like some fucking old blue hair is turning 100. Now you're going to wheel her ass out on the street where a sniper could get her. You never know. Redberger says, what the fuck? Uh, these are the same people that start forest fires by holding the gender reveal party in the forest with fireworks so they can be away from the corona. Yes. Correct the mundo. Yes. yes, they are the same people. I want to be safe, but I also want to party. My son's gender reveal party was a Facebook post. Good. I, I mean, look, look. I think personally, we in America have, have far too many things that we celebrate. We need to put a stop to some of these celebrations. Yeah, I, I can go through quite a few of them here. A lot of them have to do with kids. Uh, first of all, first thing we're getting rid of are these drive-by birthday parties. If you're not having a birthday party, there is no drive-by birthday party. Uh, unless you get, like, super-duper insurance, and that way I can crash into you and fucking honk and flip you off and teach every kid there at that party a new language. Here's what else needs to be going away. I'll tell you right now. I don't give a fuck. I ain't scared of y'all. Every one of these quote-unquote graduations. Uh-uh. No. Stop it right this second, motherfuckers. Put that damn party planner down right now. Your kid did not graduate from kindergarten. Didn't graduate from first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. No. 
you don't graduate junior high. You graduate high school and you graduate college. That's it. Buying caps and gowns for a five-year-old to doo-doo in. That kid did not graduate from fucking kindergarten. Whoopty goddamn do they can say ABC and one, two, three and take a nap? Well, fucking A. They're geniuses. Oh, there's no, nothing bothers me more than that. And I, I've, I've been so quiet on that my entire life. More of these events that need to go away. Yes. Uh, well, okay. Here, let, let, let's let's go down this road first. Any sort of shower that doesn't include soap and water. So you know what I'm talking about, like a bridal shower or a baby shower, shall be man free. At least if if that's what you think your assignment is as a man, you should not be at baby showers or bridal showers. The end. But, but, no buts. Look, y'all play your own special games in the gay world. I'll let y'all do whatever you want. I'm just talking about in the straight world here, all right? I don't know the rules in that league. Uh, I'm surprised they still say graduate kindergarten because what happens to those kids that do not learn to share and are held back and they graduate twice? I remember on another show you were on, you were very vocal about that. Yeah, I haven't talked about it in a while. Oh, it pisses me off. This whole idea that men are at bridal showers. Come the fuck on. That's no place for a man. Oh, wow, honey. That Oh, the furry handcuffs. Those turn me on so much as I look awkward around your friends. Oh, they're judging us in our sex life. Oh, no, what will I feel? Fucking dads don't give a shit about the crib or the stroller. You just show us how that shit works. We'll put it into work. Boom, done. We don't want to be at the party. I want shit for me at that party. Baby ain't even here. Baby ain't done nothing. I didn't have to work. Didn't even get to pick out what kind of cake. That's bullshit. But yeah, guys, you don't need you don't need to be there. You don't need to be there. Uh, let's see what other kind of celebrations can we get rid of. Uh, let's see. I, you want to have divorce parties? That's fine. That, that's okay. Uh, you know what? We, we need to put, you, you, you got to have a limit on how many times. You, you, you got to have a limit on how many times you get married. No, I'd like, like when you're remarrying the same person. When you renew your vows, you can do that like once. Okay, that's it. That you can only do it once. 
I don't want to get invited to your, the same wedding like fucking four times. Does that mean I got to get you a gift every time? I've been here just as long. Why don't I get something? Mom brings home the presents and the dad puts on the tool belt, sets it all up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gin C. What a fucking bag of shit that is. Non-milestone events. I mean, look, we, we can go through this. I, I can go through and I can just rip apart everything. You know, there's no 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 more ribbons after third place. I, I don't even really want to give second and third, but, hey, I understand you got to. But that's it. Nothing after third place. Got to get rid of those. You're not celebrating sixth place in my house. Birthday parties that people do for a whole month. Now, wait a second now. Now, look. Arnageddon is happening in September, and I am expecting, you know, I, I turned 50 this year. So I, I understand the month-long celebration, especially this year. Uh, Alicia says my husband's stepbrother has a manpower shower for him. They weren't sure about how long he and his girlfriend, now wife, were going to be together. Because they weren't very solid. Her and her family were at the shower. It was the weirdest thing. My husband was so fucking annoyed and lost all remaining respect for him that day. Yeah, you can't go. What the hell is that called? The manpower shower? That is gay all the way. We're going to rhyme all the time. I say that's gay. I know, I need to start registering for gifts. I put up a great gift idea up on my Facebook page, on the uh, the show Facebook page, at Dallas Cowboy Blanket. Even though it does have Tony Romo on it, I, I, can, I, can, I can fix that. I, I can just stitch in another player. I don't take two months. I only take one. Uh... Yeah, where yeah, Douglas and Andrew already gave me my half birthday gift. Yeah, I mean my half birthday is not for another six days. Well, let's see. Uh, I want to do that or this one. I will do. Uh, I'll do the cancel culture, since we're still talking about like things that we would like to cancel. Man, that'd be so awesome. Say, oh, sorry, sorry, kids, no drive-by party. God, those are so annoying. People are in the car with the ma- the windows rolled up and masks on. Do you know how stupid you look? Do you know how weak you look? Psst. Your kids don't respect you. A men's power shower. What the fuck is that? Uh, 
All right, there's a company out there. It's called Unilever. It's a multinational consumer group that makes tons of household brands, including Dove and Rexona, like Dove Soap. Uh, can we cancel fucking time blocks for breakfast? I want a bagel at 2 p.m. I could fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so Dove Soap. They will no longer use the word normal on any of their products. Instead of the word normal... Uh, Unilever will use different descriptors for customers looking for particular qualities in their beauty products. Shampoo for normal to dry hair, for example, will be labeled as for dry and damaged hair. Why are they getting rid of normal? Because there's no such thing as normal? And they're getting rid of this on their shampoo bottles and stuff? Did somebody come to them and, and say this? Sonny Jane, the firm's president of beauty and personal care, said, we know that removing normal from our products and packaging will not fix the problem alone. What problem? What, what is the problem? Okay, Unilever conducted research involving more than 10,000 people. The study found that just over half those surveyed, 56% people, agreed that the beauty and personal care industry made them feel excluded. My skin care and hair products use the phrase says, for normal skin or normal hair. And Unilever says its global research suggests that using normal as a descriptor makes people feel excluded. Huh? God, you motherfuckers. Do you people really have the time to think and worry about this shit? Let, let, let me let you in on a little secret. As much as I love doing this show, and maybe it's because I love doing this show so much, it's easy to me, and it seems easy. And sometimes I feel like I'm lazy. And I do a couple hours worth of work on the show, and it's like, oh, okay. But I gotta say, I have a fucking easy job. I probably have more time on my hand than most people do available. And even I don't have the time to worry about them using the word normal on my Dove soap. On the change to its marketing strategy, we know that removing normal from our product and packaging will not fix the problem. What's it a step forward to? What are we stepping forward to? Woke America creating solutions to problems nobody cares about for the last few months. 
Well, it's about time. I've been looking at my hair care products for guidance for a long time. <laughs> Excluded. Is there anything in Ulta for me, a straight white male? Nope. I think they sell cologne in there. So they do have stuff for you in there, straight white male. Uh, all they need to do is put a label their products and say, this is not glue. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm bald. I want to ban all hairspray and, and gel since I can't use it. It makes me feel bad. This is this is so amazing to me that we have we have branched out so far and we're crying for shit. And honestly, the shit that you guys are making up about like the gel and hairspray. Just wait. Just wait. I don't think it's right that they sell hairspray in, 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 in a store because I don't have hair. I shouldn't be subjected to that kind of torment. Poof. Hairspray's gone. I have to get that at a specialty store now. Nope, all cologne and perfume now going to be called uh, unisex spray from now on. That means I'm done wearing it. I I don't know. I don't understand this. The, the, like, this is the shit that confuses me. Is normal a bad word? I don't think normal is a bad word. But obviously it is. And we go, oh, he's a normal guy. Normal, what does that mean? Shut up. Dove should apologize for their soap bars being two black dots away from looking like a clan member. <laughs> this is so stupid. We, we, we have gotten to a point where we are just jumping the shark left and right. I mean, honestly, we go from from canceling. Who, who did we just cancel? Didn't we just cancel somebody great? Oh, Pepe Le Pew. He's gone. Speedy Gonzalez going to be canceled soon. Dr. Seuss, got to cancel him out. All right, we've, we've gone through the cartoons. Now what's next? Oh, let's soap products. Great idea. I mean, they're woken up Disney movies. No more Peter Pan. No more Dumbo. At least why a straight white male isn't hurt this time for canceling Dove. It's so for women and gays. Well, way to call Stackar a gay there. Arnie, watch out. G.I. Joe is next. Why no G.I. Jane or G.I. Who? All right, I'll play the game with you. I'll play the game. What's next? 
throw a good one out there with uh, G.I. Joe. I say cancel cricket. It's Jimmy's, Jiminy's last name, and he was canceled. Uh, the next thing that they go after. I mean, they're, they're getting a lot of stuff. I've got it. This is what they're going to go after next. This is what they go after next. You can no longer refer to the ends of plugs as male and female. I said it. I said it. Thursday, March 11th. You know how when you have like a, a, whether it's a plug to charge your phone, you have a male end and you have a female end. That's going away. You can no longer refer to the, you, I need a male-male cord or a, no, you can't, you need, you need this standard cord. And by the way, you probably, oh, standard might be a word that goes away too. Straight Fire says, uh, saw this yesterday, Arnie. I'm glad that you're talking uh, away, uh, Pepe. Now my son can be safe and get back to playing Grand Theft Auto, where he just set a hooker on fire so he wouldn't have to pay her. I saw that too. I, I thought that was pretty funny in the comments section. I, I, I mean, it, it's who? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, Tommy put something up yesterday, which is true as hell. If you're going to cancel Pepe Le Pew, why, oh, why do you still show the Cosby show in some areas? They, they, it's still being shown in some areas. Can you imagine it being turned on? The flipper dippy here have a quaalude, Denise. Ooh, girl. But Pepe Le Pew, too bad. He, he's too much. Transgender electrical sockets. Genius. Thank you. Yeah, they'll go after that next. Don't hand me the male side or the female side. It'll be the plug side or the non-plug side. Fuck, new game. What will remain? Top ten things to survive political correctness. Ooh. Man, oh. Man, that's tough. That that that's tough on the fly there. What will su- survive political correctness? Okay, I've got one. I've got one. I I, I can do this. Well, we'll, let's all play along with this. We'll we'll go. I'll say this right now. What will survive political correctness? Rap music. 
ain't nothing ever going to touch rap music. As long as rap music's out there, as bad as it is now, it's not a good genre right now. You got a bunch of these mumble rappers, but rap music will remain unfazed. They ain't going anywhere. They're still saying bitch ho and the N-word. That old soundbite. Boys have a what and girls have a what. What else survives political correctness? Hmm. Seth MacFarlane won't get canceled. See, Andrew, I, I want to go that far. I want to say stuff like that. I love your Cowboys voice, LOL. Well, for all the dollars, thank you. Okay, I've got something else. Here we go. You ready? You ready? What else survives political correctness? The left. The left, because they're the ones who move the goalposts all the time. They're the ones busy moving the goalposts, saying that we can't say the word normal on a pack of Dove soap. The left survives. I, I think that's genius on my part. God damn, I'm pretty fucking smart. Uh, they tried to cancel Eminem for a song about Rihanna, but not Chris Brown for beating her up. That, my friends, is what white privilege is. Yes. Yeah, isn't, isn't that great? Isn't that great? And uh, Eminem stood up to the TikToker. He's like, now what? Yeah, you ain't going to do that. And Gen Xers came out, and they're like, yeah, you're not going to fuck with Marshall. How about we not cancel him? See, once again, he's a rapper. They tried to cancel him. Rap music not being canceled. We'll, we'll, we'll stand up. Rock music hasn't stood up to it. Country music sure as fuck hasn't stood up to political correctness. Rap music doesn't give a shit. They don't have to. By the way, all music should feel that way. But see, like, 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 honestly, going back to that, the the Rihanna song there, they're them trying to cancel that, the things that they try to go after, and then they don't go after stuff, and you just sit there and you go, wait a second, that that that's hypocritical, and and I don't know if they don't care anymore that it's hypocritical that you don't go after these same things, it's just as hypocritical as these girls who are saying that super straight is not a gender. You can't say that. No. Okay, here, here you go. Something else to survive. Political correctness. China. China will survive political correctness. Hell, we go out of our way. We didn't want to call it the Chinese virus. Well, that's racist. No, no, we're just saying where it's from. It came from China, so it's Chinese. It's not racist at all. 
Ebola come, came from the Ebola region, so we called it Ebola. When did practicing PC mean uh, to use the term Asian instead of Orientals? PC today has a whole new meaning. It does. It really, really does. I remember I, I was with somebody once. It was a friend of mine, and she was Asian. And said so, somebody said something about Orientals in front of her. She goes, hey, we're not fucking rugs. I about died laughing. I thought it was funny as shit. Uh, West Nile virus. Yes, it came from the West Nile. But China, China will not only survive political correctness, but thrive because of it. No more Mexican, Indian, or Chinese food. Now it's just food. Uh, I don't. I don't see it going quite that far. I don't. I. I. I don't want it to. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Would you be surprised? I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, I got three things that won't be. K. If I do one more, then that's a good final four there. This one took me a while, but we worked it out. That won't be affected by political correctness. I ate an Oriental chicken salad yesterday. Delicious. Uh, oh. This is easy. The other thing that survives political correctness is stupidity. Stupidity is the cockroach of everything. Stupidity not only, is it, it, it like China, it not only it survives, but it thrives in this politically correct world. Because there's nothing more stupid than them not putting the word normal on a pack of soap. That way it hopes they don't offend people. The NBA, the NBA is close, Richard. I'm just telling you right now, I, I appreciate what you're saying. The NBA is pretty close. There are enough Americans that are tired of LeBron James, and he's been, they've kept him pretty quiet lately. If he, start, if he starts chirping, the NBA is in for a rude awakening. A very rude awakening. But I, I can see why you put that on there because they have been they have been spared unlike other sports leagues. All right, so there you go. That's what I think. Uh, all right. Uh, last story in this first break here. Oh man. Oh, you know what? Maybe we'll we'll take this into the next break because I, I want to start fresh with this. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start this in the next break. Okay, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com uh, is where you can get a hold of me. You can always hit me up at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com or always write me right here on Mixler.
too blue to fly The midnight train is winding low I'm so lonesome I could cry Did you ever see a rock When leaves begin to die That means he's lost the will to live I'm so lonesome I could cry I've never seen the night so long When time goes crawling by The moon just went behind the cloud To hide its face and The silence of a falling star Lights up a purple sky They say this drink will kill me I don't know, Lord, it might be true But 
if I stop, I'll just die from you leaving. So either way that I go, it's cause of you. Death can come from this broken heart. Or it can come from this bottle. So I prolong the agony, bartender. Think I hit the crowd bottle. I don't care how the preacher might preach me about the evils of being drunk with wine. I don't care how the doctor might warn me. Since you left, it's just a matter of time. Death can come from this broken heart Or it can come from this bottle So I prolong the agony He bartender I think I'll hit the throttle I don't care my friends have all left me Cause they swear that I've gone I don't care anymore about living Without you, just the grave beneath the pain Death can come from this broken heart It can come from this bottle So I put on the agony, hey bartender Think I hit the throttle They say this drink will kill me I don't know, oh Lord, it might be true But if I stop, I'll just die from you leaving So either way that I go, it's cause of you Proper. There we go. Yeah, that sounds British. Yeah, there we go. No, I, I don't want to listen to this for an hour. Okay, there you go. So there there you go. There's your proper lead-in to the story about the royal family again. Who would have thought that they would have been so entertaining on this show? 
This is a family that I truly, truly despise. I hate the fact that Americans love this family. I would much rather that you love the Kardashians. At least the Kardashians are swindling people out of their own money somehow. The royals have been stealing money from Great Britain for hundreds of years. Especially lately because, well, they don't have any kind of pull. I don't even think they get early, like, early notices on concerts. But, man, they are treated like total royalty because, well, they are. And now Prince Harry, he opened up such a fucking gigantic bomb. And, oh, it's so awful. Now Prince William, his brother, has to, he has to respond to this. And he, I guess it just happened this morning or last night, which was this morning there or whatever. Prince William's walking out to, I don't know, take his kids to school, do something. And a reporter yelled out, Blimey's, is the royal family racist? <laughs> that, you don't want to get a question like that about your family. No matter if you are or are not racist, you still don't want to get that question. He, he defended the, the monarchy saying, that they are very much not a racist family. I would have preferred to see him grab the guy by the snoot and, and, and sock him one. That's what I would have liked to have seen. Did you just call my grandma a racist? William directly addressed the explosive interview broadcast Sunday. Uh... Uh, William II landed throne after his, the prince said he hadn't yet spoken to Harry in the aftermath of the interview, but I will too. Okay. Mm, the whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. Oh, this is the same fucking thing they gave out. Uh, I, I'm just telling you right now, the, the, the royal palace is not a fun place to be right now. Because first of all, let's say let let let's just say that the queen wasn't a part of it, and now she's got to ask everybody. Okay, did you ask how dark the baby was going to be? By the way, that's I, I would say for them that's still a legit question, but that's just me. Uh. By the way, if if that is truly the only form of racism that they suffered, I gotta say I'm surprised. I mean, honestly. To say, I mean, it is the royal family. They think they can get away with anything. Could you imagine the queen dressed up like Aunt Jemima one night? 
Prince Philip comes dressed out like Uncle Ben. Halloween. Halloween with the Royals. <laughs> I can see Megan getting a little upset at that. <laughs> the rest of the family is dressed like the cast of the Bernie Mac show. We just wanted to make you feel welcome, Megan. <laughs> the other prince, uh, the, the one that knows Jeffrey Epstein so well, he, he's, he's asking, are you Tootie? Are you Tootie? Uh, yeah, so now this poor family is going to have to answer that question all the time now. Whenever they're out in public, I don't know what, opening up a, a 7-Eleven over there, breaking a champagne bottle on a new food truck. Are you racist? No, I'm just tired of fucking opening up new food trucks, that's all. Thought the BBC had people for this. There you go. There, there's your story about the Royals. By the way, I, I just saw this story earlier this morning. Country music superstar. I use that very, very lightly. Kane Brown returns to his hometown to give back. I grew up in a rough place. Yeah, you grew up in such a rough place that you got lost in your own fucking backyard, dummy. Motherfucker goes out and buys all this property and has to call 911 for the police to come find him on his own property because he was four-wheeling and got lost. Oh, by the way, you're not country. By the way, this new Marin Morris song is not country. Well, he says, why is it racist for them to talk about the baby's skin color? Isn't that something most people talk about in genetic expression when you have someone that's light skin and another parent is dark skin? Same with hair types, eye color. Megan threw, uh, threw that out there, not expressing the content of which was said. She's just a piece of shit. Oh, absolutely. Oh, come on. Correct the mundo. Totally what it is. I mean, on let, let, let's say, because this Kane Brown fella, too, I, I've never seen his daughter, so I don't know what she looks like. But Kane Brown, I guess, is a black guy, black country artist. I, I, I think he's terrible and has nothing to do with what color he is. But I imagine that he and his wife were probably wondering the same. Hey, is baby going to come out? Is it going to be light-skinned or is it going to be dark-skinned? I have dark skin in my genetic makeup. My son has lighter complexion than me. Does that acknowledging that make me racist? No, I, I in this world today, yes. 
Yeah, I guess so. I guess somebody asked what it, it you know, Alicia, you said it so perfectly there by saying that she did not give the context for it. She just said it. Saying that out there on its own, okay, you'll be like, eh, I can still buy it, though. And, of course, Oprah's not going to ask her, well, what was the context of that? Oprah's not going to ask her about that. Oprah's going to make some kind of crazy face and go, what, girl? You get a car. Oprah's a fucking sideshow. She's all these people that want to fucking fall over backwards saying, oh, she did such an amazing interview. No, she didn't. I'm going to tell you why she did. A, those were questions that were fucking rehearsed with these two morons. Secondly, they were all softball questions rehearsed by these two morons and the third giant moron on the other couch. I, I will say this right now. Ah, guaranteed. These two had the questions a month and a half ago, before this was even signed. This was no sit-down interview, gotcha-style moment. I don't know what it is. I'm still trying to figure it out. Every once in a while, I get smart. I don't understand what the appeal is of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and why they were su- why they are such a protected commodity. Because, I mean, that's what they are. He's never done anything. She has done even less. Yet they are what we would call bulletproof in this world. Short of them, like, throwing their kid into a fucking, you know, one of them, one of them tree splitter opener deals. Or, or being being caught in a ring of pedophiles. These two are so fucking protected. And I don't understand why. It's not like they're a talented actor or actress that people like to go see their movies and they're going to protect those people like the studios do. Uh, I'm so happy I don't know about any of this royal clusterfuck. Ignorance is bliss. Yes, it is. It truly is. I mean, the way that the American and British media used to go after Prince Charles all the time for his big-ass fucking ears and how he couldn't ride a horse yet he wanted to play polo. True story. And then all of a sudden, Princess Diana comes in there. The family is no longer made fun of because they have this 
quote unquote hot chick in there. Princess Diana, like if you go in, in into the Uber world of all the hot chicks in the world, I mean the the, the top ten hot chicks in the entire, you know, history of the world, they're gonna be like twelves and thirteens. She's gonna rank somewhere in the sixes. Princess Diana was not a ten. I don't think a lot of knuckle children got spent thinking about Princess Diana. I'm just saying. But they became kind of protected then. Like, protected, protected. And then Diana died, and then they started to go after him a little bit, but, oh, we got to protect the boys. So the boys were always protected. And the boys grew into men. Now they have children, so they're protected. I mean, Prince Andrew, for fuck's sake. The guy should be rotting away in a fucking jail cell next to Ghislaine. I mean, I honestly, I don't know how much more evidence they need short of a videotape of him saying, hey, it's me, Prince Andrew, and I'm fucking a 15-year-old here in Epstein Island. But even he's protected. This royal family is Teflon, man. Just Teflon. And now it's extending to the people that are shitting on the Teflon. So who now gets the Teflon? Is it Meghan and Harry? Or is it the old royals? I think it's going to be Meghan and Harry. And I don't know why. Because the, the Prince Andrew thing is going to rip the monarchy apart. Uh, uh, I... I agree that the idea of the royal family has run its course. Douglas enjoyed knuckle children. No. I find it funny when these people, they're so protected in life, and then they choose to do the wrong thing, whether it be, and and I don't know if walking away from the the monarchy is the wrong thing. It's not a choice I would have made. And I shouldn't put it in the same category as this. But I, I love when celebrities who are protected in the media, who, you know, they'll give them an interview every now and then, the media kind of looks the other way. When that celebrity really does fuck up, they go after him for a little bit, but not a lot. This fucking chick, this Lori, what, what's her goddamn name? Lori Laughlin. They really haven't been all over her since she's been out of prison. This is a gal who cheated to get her kids into USC. But she doesn't get canceled. She actually went to prison and is not canceled. She'll work in Hollywood again. That's the kind of stuff that just amazes me. 
<laughs> All right. What's next? What we got next up here? The hidden history behind words like booty call and other slang words. Oh, all right, we get to learn something here. Okay. Uh, they say in the story, this guy Ralph Keyes is a word nerd, and we call him that thanks to Dr. Seuss, who coined the word nerd in 1950 books, If I Ran the Zoo. Oh, wow. So there you go. The the first one we found out about is nerd. First time the word nerd is ever used in Dr. Seuss. How about the word frenemies? You know, friends that are also enemies? Like Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. The word came from um, a 1953 column. Walter Winchell asks, How's about calling the Russians our frenemies? Despite the changed spelling, the sentiment was the same. There you go. Wow. I did not know that. All right, booty call. We all know what a booty call is, right? Call up and say, get over here, I want some booty. Uh, the song A Booty Call from hip-hop duo... Deuce, D-U-I-C-E, came out in 1993. He and his friends used to use payphones to call that booty, later, later shortened it to making booty calls, to Takashi Buford, the co-writer of the movie Booty Call, said that in the early 80s, he and his pals would make what they call late-night booty calls from bar phone booths. It goes back all the way to the Elizabethan era. It was slang for genitalia, a play on the body. Come and get it in 1941 was a song that was recorded. I've got to get myself some booty. Wow, they said that in 1941. So there you go. Uh, how about this? Uh, wimp. In the 1897 fairy tale collection, British children's book author Evelyn Sharp introduced a group of children who played pranks on another but broke into tears when the same was done to them. She called them wimps. Before long, uh, this term respelled wimps and applied it to all manner of feckless individuals. Look at that. We're learning shit on the show today. You could be on Jeopardy. I bet you you get on Jeopardy, you learn these answers here. You get on Jeopardy, I don't even get a shout out. All right, how about uh, gung-ho? Uh, during World War II, Western observers in China heard a slogan used by Chinese workers' teams, uh, Kung, meaning work, and Ho, together, a Marine colonel. Uh, Evans Carlson used the gung-ho as the battle cry of the Marines. And a movie, gung-ho, about real-life Mankin Island Raid in the Pacific, popularized the expression. And Robert Mitchum. 
played a private in the movie, Gung Ho. Okay. Nylon, don't care. Big Bang. Bluetooth. Wireless technology to take for granted. It was just a jokey placeholder. King's name nickname was Bluetooth for his tooth so decayed it looked blue. There you go. There you go. Okay, so that, I mean, hey, it was something to do. We talked about it. Oh, let's see. We're very much not a racist family. Uh, angry William hits back at Harry and Markle's claims and reveals he hasn't spoken to his brother since Oprah. Ooh. Oh, wow. Here's some big entertainment gossip here. Oh, we can, we can do the entertainment gossip. Just do story after story real quick. Kanye West has changed his phone number. And has cut off Kim Kardashian. The only way she can get a hold of him is through security or lawyers. All right. See, we don't even have to get into that story. That's just great on its own. Uh, Meghan Markle has a $7,000 Cartier watch she's always planned to give her daughter after buying it as a gift to her celebrate to celebrate suits getting a third season. Uh-huh. Give him that piece of shit away. All right. Demi Lovato says, I started realizing how queer I really am. Reveals how her fleeting engagement to Max Eric helped clarify her sexuality and admitted hooking up with a girl felt better. There you go. Going through these stories. Uh, Natalie Portman appears tense during a casual stroll with husband Benjamin Smithfield in Sydney as she takes a break from filming Thor. Matthew McConaughey confirms running for Texas governor is a true consideration for him after he previously refused to rule out entering politics. Oh, God. (laughs) Michelle Obama opens up on the low-grade depression she struggled with at the height of lockdowns and says isolating with her daughter's Gave back stolen moments. Does anybody really want to hear if Michelle Obama got a little bummed out during lockdowns? Uh, Douglas, no, I don't think anybody here actually watched Suits. I know it was on the USA Network for a while. And the only reason why I ever knew it was on the USA Network is because Meghan Markle was in it. And this was after she started dating Harry. And then they got engaged.
What else we got? What the fuck? DJ Khaled says, I represent love. Discusses his beautiful identity as a Palestinian-American as he sports multicolored outfit in a bold fashion shoot. Hey, DJ Khaled, everybody hates you. Nobody likes anything you do. We all wish you would just shut up and spin your records. Jeez. All right. Now, I know back back in the old, old days, in the 20-teens, back when we would go on these things called vacations, where we would go to another city or another town here in America, and it wasn't locked down, and you could go visit that city and take in the city sites and what the city is known for. Now, usually when you go to another city, you don't live there, so you have to stay someplace. I know this is all, this is all crazy talk because we, we don't have anything like that anymore. But some people would choose these things called hotels, and other people would choose these things called Airbnb. Now, I, I got a lot of questions. I got music here, so you guys can tell me the answers. Now, there's a video uh, that's made its way around and it's freaking people out. But let's talk about Airbnb is somebody usually opens up their house or their apartment, and they rent that out for a couple nights to people who are coming in town. Here's my question here. Is Is the person usually home? Like, if you wanted to rent a a house for a weekend in Sacramento, you found one on the Airbnb, and you paid for it, are the residents of the house going to be there? See, Douglas says, I stayed in Airbnb when I went to Yosemite, and it was really nice. No, Cindy uh, was always there. Yeah, many times, yes, the person is always there. There's a lot of times that the people are there. I only know that because I remember doing a story about a guy who wanted to throw a big party, big house party, but he was renting one of the rooms, but he was having a giant house party. I thought that was genius on that kid's part. Uh, but all right, so this Airbnb, you're staying at somebody's house. And you remember a couple years ago, all the stories came out and how there are cameras and they're videotaping people at the Airbnb. And I'm sitting there going, well, no shit. Well, why wouldn't you be, why wouldn't you have videotapes going in your house? If you're going to have rando strangers staying in your house. 
I, I know what I'm capable of. If I see your pictures on the wall and it's a hot chick, yes, I'm looking for your underwear drawer. Just saying. I will eat all the food in your pantry. You better have that shit locked down. If you're not there. So a lot of people found they they, they saw cameras in there. They got weirded out. They called the police. So now a man suggested the room he was being... Okay, wait, wait. Horrified Airbnb guest discovers a creepy hidden room behind an air vent in his rental after hearing noises through the night and feeling like he was being watched. The video has been shared of a dark hidden room that was allegedly behind the vent in his vacation rental in Richmond. The man suggested that the room was being used to spy on women, claiming the property's hosts were shocked when they found out he wasn't female. Wow. The viral video has been filmed more than three million times. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, I'll be staying at one in Tahoe at the end of June. I'll let you know if anyone is there. Okay, good. Let's see. So if Alicia stays in the same house Douglas did, and they end up sleeping in the same bed, does that mean they've slept together? That's a great question. Yeah, I wouldn't want to stay in one with the owners that are home either. That's like going. That, that's like back in the day. You remember back in the day, high school parties. Do you remember how fun high school parties were? You show up at a kid's house that hopefully you knew. If you didn't, no big deal. A lot of times you weren't going to destroy said house. But you showed up. You knew there was not going to be any parents there. Nobody was going to be yapping at you. Asking you stupid parent questions. It's just you and a bunch of idiot teenagers drinking. That's all it was. Then, like, the next weekend you go to a party, and you show up at that party, and mom and dad are at the party, and they're drinking as well. That's just a weird feeling. I never enjoyed those kind of parties that much. Some of the moms would be like, oh, we need all your keys. Uh, we're going to get your keys. Never got my keys. But that's what this feels like. If, if you're like, if you go on vacation and, and you've got somebody like staying across the room from you that you don't know, it's kind of like the warden. Why didn't you just stay at a hotel? I don't get it. I don't want to stay at somebody's house. That's just, it's strange.
I know that a lot of times it's cheaper and you get more space, but I no, uh-uh. And do like Airbnbers get to stay at each other's places for free? Is that like the the company hookup? You know, anybody that's got one in Hawaii, they're everybody's best friend if it was that way. Hey, do you ever need to come to uh, Stockton? Nope, nope, sure don't. Sorry. Red Kid says, I'd rather stay at a Motel 6 than Airbnb, and that's saying a lot from this hotel diva. Every time we've done it, uh, uh, never had a problem. Every time we went to Lake Tahoe, it was always an awesome time. Property homeowners weren't there. Well, good. Hey, I, I want it to be that way for you. I want y'all to have a good time. I'm just telling y'all what would happen if it was me, if it was Arnie. Yeah, there'd be a fucking weird room next to my room. Uh, I mean, it would be it would be creepy as shit. I, I know it. I already know. That's why I don't stay at Airbnbs. San Francisco Uber driver assaulted after passenger allegedly refused to wear a mask. <sighs> you know, these masks are going to be the end of us, people. I like seeing stories like this. So the Uber driver, and, and by the way, this is, uh, I went out yesterday, or did I go out yesterday? Was it yesterday we went out? Day before, whichever day it was. The only place I had to wear a mask was inside the cowboy shop. That was yesterday. Didn't have to wear it in Wahlburgers. Didn't have to wear it into a lot of places. Went to a golf store yesterday. Didn't have to wear it in there. It was nice. There are a lot of people still wearing masks. But it was nice not hearing the, uh, excuse me, sir, can you please put the mask on? But one, you know, it when, when the sign was up, it said mask required to go in. Okay. I'm all this way out here. It's their business. I'll put the mask on. I had one in my pocket. Didn't kill me. I hated it. I hated every second of it. Now, if you're riding in somebody's Uber car and they have a sign up that says, please wear a mask, they have every right to not let you in the car without the mask on. This is their personal vehicle. The incident occurred on Sunday night. The driver, and this is going to shock everybody, Subhakar Kadaka, Picked up three women in a 43-second video clip shot by Mr. Kadaka, posted to Twitter by local news outlets. An unmasked woman in the back of the car is seen coughing in his face and screaming at him. Seconds later, a woman snatches his cell phone out of his hand and plucks his mask from his face. She's another passenger, continues to yell at the driver, and then threaten to beat him up. 
Oh, we well, do we have the video? Oh, here's the. Video. No, fuck the mess. <laughs> fuck the mess. Then I got Corona. Yeah. Oh, what the? Hey, fuck you. Trying to kick him out already. Uh, are they singing Bouncy Banana? No. He said he was assaulted after trying to kick the group out of the car, refusing to follow Uber's masking policy. I, I, I do hope that this video goes viral around the country because I'm right there with you, Straight Fire. He says, classy, parents that they don't know would be real proud. Oh, you know those parents are fucking just, this is playing in the Bay Area right now. Oh, their parents just going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. At least I hope they are. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Uber offered him $20 to clean his car. I guess these gals put fuck. Oh, oh, the police showed up. Wait, wait a second. The incident along Uber's compensation, the company reported him offered $20 to clean the cleaning fee. Wait a second here. Hold on. Well, I, did I miss something here? Uh, he was assaulted, blah, blah, blah. Uh, complex. I would not have gotten that treatment from them. A uh, moment I opened my mouth to speak, they realized I'm among one of them. It's easy for them to intimidate me. Uh, in a video posted to Instagram, an unmasked woman admitted that she was wrong for coughing on Kadaka but said that she was scared for her and her passenger's safety because he tried to kick them out in an unfamiliar area and refused to wait until a new rideshare arrived. You don't have to wait. Both Uber and Lyft have said this gal has been... Oh, so they pepper sprayed him later in the video? Oh, shit, where's that part of the video? I want to see where they... See the pepper spray. Like Are you stupid? I really have to like do something. Did I told you to get out in the gas station? You didn't. No, I guess I guess they don't show the pepper spray. Uh, 
But they pepper sprayed him too? God damn. Don't scream and shout and you won't get to, you, you won't get kicked the fuck out. Amen. They gave him $120 to, to, to clean his car, to get the smell of pepper spray out of there so the man can make money. Well, I tell you what, that is a job that is not for me. No, I, I couldn't do it, man. I could not do the Uber. I just, I, no, I, I'm not going to let you act that way. I'm going to tell you, get the fuck out. I couldn't imagine doing Uber. Like on a, a Friday or Saturday late night. Closing all the bars. Them drunk ass chicks throwing up in your car. Somebody throws up in my car, I'm beating that ass. Complain about the music, I might shoot you. I don't know. I, 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 no, I shouldn't say that because I, I don't carry a gun with me that much. Ever. No. Do you live in one of the happiest cities in America? Well, let's find out. Annual study ranks major towns on key indicators of happiness. If you're happy and you know it, shut your fucking hole. Wait a second here. Where are we at? Irving, Dallas. Ooh, Garland. Look at that. People in Garland are happy. People in Plano are happy. I would say people in Rockwall are happy. The happiest cities. All right. I'm looking in California here. Hold on. Oh, let's see. Is that one? No. No. Santa Rosa. No. Oakland. Oh. Sacramento ranked 57th. That's pretty happy. Reno's ranked 62. Let's see. Uh, All right. The uh, researchers reviewed 31 key indicators of happiness, including rates of depression, sleep, sports participation, work hours, income growth, separation, and divorce to draw data from. Everyone should get uh, packing. Oh, wow. Whoa. How great is that? California, I'll say it right now, California is the number one spot. Does anybody want to know what the happiest place to live in America is? I gotta call bullshit on this. Douglas says Rockwell. No, 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 no. The happiest city in all of America. Not Rio Linda. Is Fremont. California. A city near the Bay Area is considered one of the happiest places on the face of the earth. 
or at least in America? No, no. I, I've been to Fremont. I know somebody that lived in Fremont. There's no way that Fremont is. No, no. Ain't no way. This is bullshit. Closely behind were both Bismarck and Fargo in North Dakota. Uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and say bullshit on that one. Those places aren't that happy in the wintertime. Mm-mm. Nope. Rounding out the top ten, Madison, Wisconsin, fourth. San Jose, fifth. Really, San Jose is a happy place? South Burlington, Vermont, Lincoln, Nebraska, Columbia, Maryland, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and Santa Rosa, California. I I, I can't. No. None of that's true. None of that is true. The larger cities fell. Chicago at 84th. How are they even in the top 200? There is no one happy in Chicago. Everybody there is getting shot. If you're happy and you know it, shoot a gun. L.A. is at 99. New York at 122. Houston, 123. Miami, 130. Have you seen the traffic in Miami? Really, Fremont, California. No, I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm not buying that. I'm just not, not, not today. All right, new survey has come out about Americans and their pizza. That's right, we're going to talk pizza here. Based on a recent survey, what is the most popular topping on a pizza? You guys know? You guys happen to know? Oh, there we go. Sometimes I would go with you there, bratty kid, say cheese. Cheese is always going to be on pizza. People that don't get cheese as a topping are weird. That That's just part of the ingredients. So, of course, cheese is already a part of the pizza. What's the one topping 
outside of cheese that everybody says, okay, that's pizza. That's what they're looking for. Brady Kid changed it to olives. No, it's not olives. Uh, Straight Fire got it, and so did Sawyer's Dad. It's pepperoni. When it comes to pizza, it's pepperoni. That's the number one topping. We all know it. We all like it. At some point in our life, we've eaten it. Lots of it. So I got to ask you, real quick, what would your perfect pizza be? We can start at that. Well, we'll start down at the crust. Now, I like a crispy crust. I like thin. So I got to go thin, crispy crust. Right? And then uh, the sauce. Not overpowering sauce. Now, I, I, just a, a regular amount of sauce on there is perfect. And, of course, cheese. Got to have a ton of cheese on there. Now, if I get to have my perfect toppings, I'd go with bell peppers. Beef, onions, and maybe olives. That, to me, would be the perfect pizza. That's just me, though. I don't know. How, I, what, what would your pizza be? Brady Kid says thick crust. Okay. Uh, Straight Fire has crispy crust, red sauce, extra cheese, pepperoni, and sausage. Okay. I've been recently introduced to Detroit-style deep dish. Makes Chicago suck. Oh, wait, it does. Wait, what What does that? Does, does Detroit-style suck or does Chicago suck? Because I've, I've, I've never had Detroit thick. I've seen the ads for it recently. I've had Chicago pizza in Chicago. And that's just a whole different ballgame. When it comes to the pizza world, that's a whole different that that that's a landscape that's because it, it's it's like a stuffed pie. It's kind of like a quiche more than a pizza. It's delicious, but it's just not quite the same as pizza pizza. Digging this mod pizza place, okay? You're gonna hate me, Arnie. If it's not thick crust, I think cauliflower crust isn't bad. White sauce and everything on it. God damn. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's cauliflower crust. I've never had a good deep dish pizza until I had Detroit style. Never been to Chicago, so maybe that's it. I would try it. I mean, if you ever get to Chicago, definitely try it out. What is, what is Detroit Deep dish. Is it just really, really, is it doughy? Or, or is the shit on the inside? I, I've never had Detroit deep dish. I, I don't know what it is. I do like white sauce pizza loaded with veggies, too. That's not pizza. That, that's called recovery. No, no, and some of us choose not to ever go into that kind of recovery. 
Yeah, but what is, I mean, Detroit, what is, what is Detroit style pizza? All right. I know it's cut in a square. Okay. Crust is better. The dough is a lot softer and more buttery. Chicago deep dish is filled with systemic racism. You can eat more pizza with cauliflower because the crust isn't that filling. I couldn't eat one bite of it. No. Mm -mm. And it's not filled with 10 pounds of tomato sauce. Okay. All right. Okay. That's interesting. I would try it, definitely. I, I, but I'd have to go to Pizza Hut to try it. That's the part that I don't know. Uh, let's see. Is that what makes it so good that it's not stuffed with 10 pounds of tomato sauce? Yeah, sometimes they go a little crazy with the sauce. New York, New York people, Chicago people, they get really crazy with the sauce. When they pour it over the top. Like, when you think pizza, you think, okay, I'm going to grab this with my hand and I'm going to shove it in my fucking hole. That's what you think when you're getting a piece of pizza. And I will say this about Chicago. You can maybe do that the next day. And when it comes to eating pizza, here's the other thing that's so weird about Chicago pizza. When you order a pizza, you're going to eat a few slices. You're going to eat two, maybe three slices. When you order a Chicago pizza, if you can make it to the second slice, kudos for you. That's a lot of eating. You've got leftovers for days. But it is, I mean, it's really, really good. I liked it. But it's hard to say that's really pizza. Now, in Chicago, they have a lot of, like, bar-type, traditional, tavern-style pizzas that are thin crust. I've never had one, though. Why? Because, well, when I went to Chicago, I wanted to have Chicago-style pizza. Now I got. Now I know. Next time I go to Chicago, if that ever happens again, I got to try all the burger places that are there in Chicago, because they're like home of the greatest burgers ever. Uh, our Costco has frozen brand named Detroit Style Motor Company. For frozen, it's awesome. Made by a real Detroit style pizza company. Okay. Maybe I'll look that up next time we're at Costco. See if they got that still. I'll try it out. If it saves me a trip to Pizza Hut, I'm really happy. But in, in all, if with all the styles, if you could only have one style for the rest of your life, what would the style of pizza be? Be New York style? Would it be Detroit style? Would it be Chicago style? Which style would you want to have for the rest of your life?
see. Uh, what do you call roundtable style? We used to just call that style, but that has taken on a whole new meaning. New Cali pizza sucks. Uh, I would look at it like this. It, if you like round table style, that's like the New York style. It's not super thick, and it's not super thin. Somewhere in the middle. A lot of flop to it. Brad Kid says thick crust combo. Scott says New York, round table pepperoni and cheese, and I dip my pizza in ranch. Yes, because you are four years old. Dipping it in ranch. Yuck. What the fuck is wrong with people? That didn't become a thing until I was a kid. The the people dipping the, the, the pizza in ranch. On that, I, I, the first time I saw it, I was in elementary school. And I'll tell you, there was nothing better than, than school pizza. School pizza was a great day. Oh, you waited for that day and chicken fried steak day. Those were the two best days of the entire week. And, and I, I don't care who you were. If you don't, if you didn't like school pizza, there was something wrong with you. Oh man! But I'll never forget when people started pouring ranch on their pizza. I was like, "What in the fuck is wrong with you? What did you just do to that delicious concoction that you had in front of you? You put ranch on it. You put buttermilk on your pizza." Straight Fire says, I'm 4-2, Arnie. Oh, I know a lot of people are. There are a whole lot of people. Look, I got to tell you this right now. I fell for it for a little while. Never the ranch, though. But I wouldn't do this on hot pizza. Cold pizza, yeah, I'd do it on. Uh, any kind of bread product, yeah, I'll do it on. That's Thousand Island. Y'all are missing out. Y'all are missing out on the, the tastiest of the... The dressing's out there. Throw some Thousand Island on that. Now that's a party. Our school pizza was matzo bread-like crust with ketchup and government cheese on it. And I ate it a lot. Ours looked like it was built, it was on a big pan. And you had like doughy bread under the pan. Some sort of red ooze. Something that kind of looked like cheese. Boy, but it was delicious. That was that was the best day of the week. Pizza day was always the best day. Chicken fried steak day, was uh, that was a hell of a day, too. On Fridays, you'd always get fish. Fucking bastards. I know, right? In public school, hello, separation of church and state. The rest of the week, you know, maybe you get a hamburger. Well, in high school, they didn't do hamburgers because we had the hamburger line. Yeah, if it was something shitty like fish or chicken nugget day, even though chicken nugget day does go down in history at South Garland High School, a big, gigantic food fight broke out during chicken nugget day once. And the guy actually crawled on a table like 60 feet and ate food off everybody's plate. Got paid like $150.
That person was not me. But I still hated chicken. Chick, uh, chicken nugget day sucked. Our school pizzas were like those Stouffer's French bread pizzas. Yeah, we didn't get, no, ours weren't that big. We had thin crust. I mean, floppy as hell. It was like, but they were still good. We didn't care. They were good. Yeah, but I think I only went through the main lunch line on pizza day and chicken fried steak day. The other day, I'd go through burger line because they had them burgers like they got at AMPM. Sorry, Stacker, I apologize, but you guys don't have them, I don't think, that often at 7-Eleven. Man, I could eat me. Oh, man. I haven't had gas station food in a long time. I haven't had a gas station tuna sandwich in months. Oh, I would kill for a gas station tuna sandwich. Believe it or not, our high school didn't sell meat burgers. They were plant-based long before the latest craze. Yes, the paste, uh, patties tasted like shoe leather. Yeah. That sucks. That's no good. Play, here's the other reason why you would you would go down the, the, the hot dog or the, the hamburger, hot dog, cheeseburgers, you go down that line, like, it was that was easy to, like, you know, get a couple extra. They weren't really that staffed up. You got your book bag in there, you throw a couple burgers in your book bag, you're good to go. Get some fries, get some tater tots, boom, you're good to go. Sloppy Joe Day was always a good day. We found out they were having Sloppy Joes, man, it was... I don't know about you. you. Can you remember back to high school, like when it was your lunchtime? Did you just fucking tear ass for the fucking the the cafeteria? I mean, nobody would get in your way. If they got in your way, they were going down. Because nobody wanted to get stuck in the line. Uh, let's see. Uh, the best peanut butter cookie I ever had came from high school cafeteria. That WW2 government peanut butter surplus made the best cookies. Yes? Oh, I remember that shit now. There's peanut butter anywhere near a school, man. They're going to fucking have to they're going to have to hazmat the school down. I mean, think about all the shit that we had to live through. Peanuts. Asbestos, peanuts. We're fine. Don't worry about us. We'll we'll be okay. We'll be there to you. You know when when you skin your knees. I think my one of my favorite TikTok videos I've seen is the difference in generations. It says if you were born between like you know sixty eight and seventy five, it shows you walk out of the house. You hit your door on you hit your arm on the door. The first group just goes, just keeps walking. The next group is up until like I don't know, like 1975 to 1985. Shows him walk out, hits his arm on the door. He goes, "Ow, fuck!" And he keeps walking. And then the last generation is the current generation. 
shows him walk, hit the door. He falls down. He goes, oh, daddy, my pussy. It's pretty funny. It's funny because, well, it's true. As is this story from a person who has written their name, Boo Bummer. I was at school one day, and I was in between classes. There was a nice bathroom at one of the buildings that I like to use. I went in thinking it was going to be a normal poop, but ended up having a really long, disgusting one. I didn't want anyone hearing, so I would do this trick where if it felt like it was going to be loud, I would pull on the loud toilet paper dispenser. After doing that a couple of times, I was finished. I wiped, went to flush in the toilet, but it had clogged. I kept flushing a bunch of times. It being one of the nicer bathrooms, I could hear people waiting in line for the stall. There were only three stalls, so I kept flushing, and it finally unclogged. But then it started to overflow. I ended up just running out of the bathroom. When that happened, without my washing my hands, completely embarrassed and rushing through the line, I still feel embarrassed about it to this day. That's red. That's right. I've gone back to the, the website, Awkward Family Photos, where people are talking about times they have pooped themselves. How about we read a- a- Ashlyn's post here? I-, I think Ashlyn would like to be heard from. She states, I thought I just had to fart. McDonald's, morning of my AP chem exam, I crapped my pants, and then no store sold underwear that was open, and I would have been late if I had gone home. I sat in poop the entire test. And ended up making a a one, thriving and surviving. There you go. That's pretty fantastic. What does Ratburger sent me now? Okay, there we go. Motor style. Okay, I'll look for that. Next time I'm in, I'll look for that. That looks good. Looks tasty. Looks worthy of trying out. That's enough of the poop stories. We'll, we'll, we'll save those. we still got a bunch more of those to go. Hold on, I got to delete some shit. Yeah, everybody around her smell, do you think? I mean, she's sitting in shit. is going on in the world. Brady Kid says, fuck, I want pizza now. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry. Uh-oh. Many, Minneapolis aut- uh, <laughs> Autonomous Zone jeopardizes residents amid Derek Chauvin trial, police Ass- association says. 
So they've set up one of these fucking areas for George Floyd. Come on. Are you serious? They've already started with this shit. National Police Association is putting pressure on the Minneapolis City Council. Uh, arguing residents living near George Floyd Square have suffered alone for months after an autonomous zone has already depleted police resources. Are pulled away from neighborhoods to prepare for the inevitable rioting to come to the trial of ex-cop Derek Chauvin. George Floyd Square is now an autonomous zone. They just had a homicide there. There are businesses, especially near the 3rd Precinct, that was allowed to burn down. They get robbed by the same people two, three times a week. They are citizens who just can't get police services. Hey, you know what? Let me, let me just say this right now. Minneapolis, you did it to yourselves. You did it to yourselves. You've continued to blame the one group that you shouldn't be blaming, and that is the police. They they don't they don't join all the blame here. If you want to blame the guy who killed George Floyd, then you go right ahead. That's what they're doing right now. They're trying to get people to to figure out if he killed him or if it was maybe the drugs that killed him. They're blaming the entire police force for this guy's action. I think that's sad. They've already punished the police by fucking taking money away from them. And then they had to go, oh, shit, we need more police. And they had to scurry. They found some money to get four police. Now they're going to spend more than they had originally bargained on spending which I think is poetic justice. All because you think cops are bad. Oh, we're going to fire these cops. That'll get rid of all the bad ones. Doesn't work that way. Or if you argue with someone who doesn't realize anything, well, now cops, they won't have those cool cars. No, they, they don't buy those cars. Those, those are seizures. They get those on drug busts. You dummy. Try again. 85 to 90% of the police's budget is salary. And hey, Minneapolis wanted to cut that, so they did. More power to them. They have every right to do that as a state in this in this country. They have the right to do that. Police that work there have the right to say, I'm ready to retire. I'm done. If my state and my city don't have my back, then I'm not willing to give my back for them. And they retired, and they had to get their benefits because, hey, they paid into it. 
Now you're fucked. He wouldn't have been fucked if he didn't react stupidly and knee-jerk. See, this is what happens. You get these knee-jerk reactions, and then once it gets knee-jerky enough to where the actual city council gets involved, like Austin and Minneapolis, you're going to see it turn a lot worse before it gets any better. How's police recruiting going? Not well. Because they're not offering enough money, from what I understand. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, they're going to get to a point where they're going to be hiring people that you don't want to be hired. They don't get the best of the best now because they're not willing to pay that price. Listening to analysis on this, I think there's a chance this cop is not guilty. They've been playing footage of uh, his, this man before Floyd was taken down, and the cop did that for his safety. Uh, for me, it's a 50-50. I get it. Bet there's a long line for the $100,000 a year social worker, though. Well, that's what they want to replace the cops with. They want to they move in a social worker. Somebody that's going to carry a, a flashlight. No thanks. I admire cops. I admire the shit out of the police. I, I, I admire the shit out of firefighters. Not only for the fact that they're not only willing to risk their lives so I can live my ordinary nine-to-five life, my ordinary life that I want to live, they are willing to die to protect it. I can't say enough glowing things about that. Are there good cops out there? There are great cops out there. Are there bad cops out there? Oh, you goddamn right there are. Are there good firefighters out there? You betcha. Are there bad ones out there? You know it. I wish it was easier for police departments to get rid of the rotten apples. I wish police could just come forward and go, okay, this guy, this guy, and this guy, they're all horrible people, they're racist, boom, let's get them out of here. But it's not that easy. And by the way, it shouldn't be that easy. You want it to be that easy, but it, it shouldn't be that easy, though. Because you should never hire those people to begin with. So we want to blame all, every, all, the pro, all the problems with the world are blamed on police. Racism, all this stuff, it, it's all the police. Okay, well... You've already tried to get rid of the police in two major American cities. How's that working out for you so far? Minneapolis, it's already bitten you in the ass. And the state of Texas is not going to allow Austin not to have enough police patrolling that area for the citizens. So now the Texas Highway Patrol is involved, and so are the Texas Rangers. Way to go, Governor Stupid. And by the way, 
uh, Austin still has mask mandates. It's in the city. Their mask mandate is still in place. I think it's funny. I, I think it's funny how stupid the city of Austin is. And that shithole barbecue place, Franklin Barbecue, fuck them. Yeah, Bucky's is better than they are. There you go. They don't even get to be compared in the same sentence with Hutchins. Done with that story. All right, we'll take a break here. Uh, 775-357-FANS, the number, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. What am I going to play here? I'm going to play, play this right here.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, Zach just wrote Space Hall. Wow, I don't feel young at all. Now this song does rock. Oh, absolutely it does. It's not that old. It came out in 1996, 95. I remember playing that when we switched over. We we turned over from the country to the rock station. That was one of the bigger hits that we were playing at the time was Space Hog. I dug that song. But it was part of, look, when when I took the job, I was I, I was the intern on the morning show that, they didn't want to lose because they saw there was some talent there. So they said, okay, we'll give you the overnight shift. You have to learn this format. I was like, no problem. I can do it. I did it. No problem. I mean, it wasn't a format that I was unfamiliar with. I, I've always been a Van Halen and ACDC fan. So I had to learn about a lot of other groups and learn a lot of other stuff. But what I will, I will tell you about this time in my career uh the programmer at the time was a, a guy whose last name was Funk. That was his legal last name. And uh, Mr. Funk and I, 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 I didn't, I, I, I looked at him and I didn't have a lot of, I don't want to say respect because, of course, I'm going to respect my boss. And he was my boss. But when I looked at him, I just, I, I couldn't see, like, this guy, I'm, I'm going fucking ride or die with this guy. And, and he was just, he was a shady character. Then I get bumped up to do the morning show with shady character. And he shows up for the morning show, nothing prepared. Show starts at 6. He shows up at 6.08 because he knows how long the first two songs are. And I mainly did news on his show and then offered funny opinions. Well, then they found where the true talent was between the two people who had the most chemistry there. And they finally put us together. And now Mr. Funk was doing nothing but programming and doing the afternoon show. Well, programmers get offered a lot of things to play music. If the song is good, they don't have to get... I mean, they're, they're like record companies will pay for station T-shirts. There's a lot of things that they can legally do. And then there's a lot of people that do something that's called payola. Now, am I accusing Mr. Funk of this? No. I'm just saying that I've heard plenty of stories about how he never would ask for money, but appliances. His house was pretty much furnished by the record industry. We played songs like that that Space Hog song, and it was a good song. We played groups like Chalk Farm. I know, it, you look up Chalk Farm. If anybody can remember Chalk Farm, and that dog shit of a song. Whatever the fuck it was. Hell, we even brought them to town once. I didn't even go to that show. The Banditos. All these tertiary shit bands that were out there. We're playing them. We're putting them in heavy rotation. He's got new appliances showing up left and right. 
Oh, I wish it was Terry Funk, the wrestler. That guy was seedy. And then uh, a very good friend of mine at the time, I asked about this because this person worked at a large, large record label. I said, is it true? And this person said, well, how do you think he got that couch? I got it for him. And I just started laughing. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the shady kind of people you got to deal with. Monster Magnet, we played them. I mean, it would, all every one-hit wonder of the late 90s, yeah, we played them. We played them because somebody got, you know, fucking hangers for it. All right. Got to talk about something we haven't talked a lot about this year because it's no longer hot. I'm sorry. We have to retire when we talk about teacher sex. Because lately, lately it has it, it has been <laughs> horrific. This is nobody. Hey, you're on the air. Who's Hi. this? Yeah, whatever. Okay, fantastic. Uh, all right, police in Paragould, Arkansas. Well, I, you can just from the name alone, Paragould. That means no attractive female here at all. Police say a Paragould, Arkansas woman faces charges for a year-long sexual relationship with an underage teenage boy, Brittany Gray, and she spells her name with an I to end Brittany. Not hot. Nope, you got you to spell it the old-fashioned way because you ain't hot enough to spell it that way got arrested on March 1st in connection to her alleged sexual assault of a 14-year-old teenager. Their witnesses saw him. Cops interviewed the witness who reported the relationship. Paragold, Arkansas Police Detective Rhonda Thomas stated in an affidavit obtained by the NBC affiliate the witness told authorities that Miss Gray is currently pregnant with the teen's child after the affair. Oh, isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely that this woman has decided not to ruin her own life, but the lives of a 14-year-old boy and a yet-to-be-determined player in the future, their future baby. Because I'll just tell you right now, in a small little town like Paragold, Arkansas, she might she might go to the county jail for a day. They'll slap her with some sort of fine. These two are getting hitched. I'm just telling you right now, Once it, if he hits 15, it's off to fucking Mississippi, and they're getting married. That's love. And by the way, to say she's ugly is an understatement. She fell out the ugly tree and hit every fucking branch on the way down. Her daddy was the fucking head lumberjack in the ugly forest. Woof. 
man, oh, man. Oh, God damn. Get that picture off. All right, next story comes from Great Britain where this has happened more. Now, this guy's a little bit better looking, but, eh. What's the story here? Morning Glory. Sex-obsessed school teacher, Candace Barber, was jailed for fucking knocking boots with a 15-year-old on the field after school. Oh, she's ballsy. She had befriended him on uh, Snapchat, later took him uh, to some uh, hay bales, kissed him on the neck, and said, do you want to have sex? Well, any 15-year-old boy knows the answer to that question. That's a resounding fuck yeah. She was found guilty in engaging in a child sexual activity, including sending a video to the lad showing her performing a solo act surrounded by sex toys. Now, by the way, she's married. I guess her her, her husband, Daniel, said that their marriage was strong as ever. Yeah, it's not, dude. She's fucking nailing 15-year-olds. That says something about your, your, your I, I got to tell you, your wife is out there banging 15-year-olds. Your marriage is not that strong. I, I did not go to school to get trained for that. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. No, I, I don't have a fancy degree from Harvard, Stanford, anything like that. I, I just know that if your wife, who's in her mid-30s, is fucking a 15-year-old, your marriage is not as strong as you're saying. I would go even as far as to say you know that your marriage is not that strong. A friend of theirs said, Candace always got attention from men wherever she went out. She always loved talking about sex and having suggestive conversations. Sex dominated her life. Candace was always a fabulous-looking girl who would go out in skin-tight dresses without any underwear. I don't know. She should be a little bit brave. I mean, she's she's British, so yeah. I mean, she's she's probably like I don't know seven and a half, eight in Great Britain. What's that here? Like maybe a a, a rough six. I mean, yeah, in Great Britain, I could see her doing pretty well. By the way, her husband had no idea why officers were scouring the home until he saw a note that said, teacher, sex with pupil. He then learned that she was being held in a cell and quizzed. Even though, and by, by the way, he's sitting at home and she's in jail. He has no clue. 
He he insists that they're as happy as ever. He even called her my rock. Whoosh. 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 That's a that's a whip. Because you see, he's he's what we would call in, in, in man world whooped. That that's why I did that. Let's see, how about we do some of this? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. Mm-hmm. Don't come crying to me, Florida. Florida! No, 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 I don't want to hear it. This old boy named Paul DeBille was out flying a drone the other day. Just off the coast of Singer Island in Palm Beach County. his drone was able to pick up hundreds upon hundreds of migrating black tip sharks watch out why would you ever go in the water there they're migrating that means that that's a that's a regular spot for them they're that they, they, everybody knows their name there they want to go where everybody knows their name. Well, they know their name there. And really, black tip sharks. Now, come on. Hello. Hello, where are we, people? We are trying to get rid of the word great in front of the white shark. How about we change this from the black tips to the black whole motherfucking thing, sharks? I, I like that name a lot better. The black whole motherfucking thing, Sharks. Not black tip. That's insulting. I saw the video of this. No, thank you. Uh-uh. I ain't going anywhere near the water in Florida. Anybody gets bit in Florida? You got it coming. I'm telling. Oh my God! Here it is. Holy shit! Here y'all go. There ain't no reason to go in that water. Oh, uh, they're dancing out in the water. They're like, "Come on in, everybody! The water's great. We'll just bite you in half because we don't like the taste of you." How about we just call it the Great Black Shark? No tip. The great black shark. I'm okay with that. Get let's get to that that rid of that puny queefy white shark. That's what we'll call it now. The queefy white shark. Oh my god, I'm seeing all these pictures, all these sharks there. And you know there are assholes that are in the water. 
Oh, I'm telling you, like I said, don't don't come to me. Oh my God, there was a massive shark attack off of Florida today. Really, what kind of sharks? I believe they were the uh, the black tip sharks. I'll say, well, I don't recognize the name black tip. I I recognize the great black shark. Yes. I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. And you guys know how much I hate saying that. I really do, man. I don't like saying I told you so. Oh, wait, wait a second before we get to this story. NYC schools encourage kids to stop using words like mom, dad, and inclusive language. I, I, I hate, I, you know what, I, I hate everyone now. Yeah, let me read this phrase to you here. A Manhattan private school aiming to use more inclusive language is encouraging its students to stop using the terms mom, dad, and parents because the words make assumptions about kids' home lives. Huh? Come on. Stop going so fucking dumb and far. The Grace Church School in NoHo, which offers academic courses from junior kindergarten through 12th grade, issued a 12-page guide to students. The detailed guide recommends using the term grown-ups, folks, family, guardians, as alternatives to mom, dad, and parents. It also suggests using caregiver instead of nanny or babysitter. If I were to ever say, oh, this is my caregiver, Jerry, my father would have whooped my fucking ass. This is my guardian, Jerry. Why are we Why are we turning into such a, a, a queefy society? Why? Why is it so bad to have him and her? Can anybody explain that to me? What is wrong with him and her? I mean, I'm waiting. My guardians. Yes, these are my guardians. How do I know that they're my actual guardians? Sometimes parents aren't guardians. I, I, I just, I, I, I'm done. I'm just done. I, I, I hate the world. Okay, in this situation, oh, well, oh, they give sexual orientation. Oh, wait, hold on a second. This may be gotten a little bit better. Oh, wow. It, it, it plays the game instead of, okay. Instead of saying boys and girls, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we say people, folks, friends, readers, mathematicians. 
Well, Lottie do. Well, isn't that isn't that very spectacular? Of well, Lottie frickin' does. When reading a book, rather than the boy girl on this page, it's the child person or character on this page. Instead of using terms like, oh, God, sweetheart, honey, use child names or child friends in the blue shirt. Using a boy-girl pattern. Go by types of shoes. Alphabetical, for example. That is so, this is, this is the gayest thing I've ever read. Assuming gender based on stereotypes, hair, clothing, appearance. Respectfully ask how they identify if they are familiar establishing a culture of sharing affirming pronouns in class. Shut up. Hermaphrodite is now an outdated term. Cisgender, the term applied to individuals whose gender identity or their internal sense of their own gender aligns with the sex they were assigned at birth. I wasn't assigned it. I was born it. Okay. okay. I, I don't even want to get into that. All right, families. Instead of mom and dad, you call them grown-ups, folks, or family. Instead of parents, grown-ups, folks, family, and guardians. Nanny, babysitter, caregiver, guardian. Husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, partner, significant other. The, the phrase traditional family is an outdated term. Sexual orientation. Can someone, when someone says... A boy can't marry a boy or a girl can't marry a girl. Consider responding with, people can love and commit to whomever they please. It's their choice who they marry. If someone articulates sexual orientation is a choice rather than an identity, consider replying with, who we love are attracted is to part of who we are. I don't even know what that means. What if you hear someone say, oh, he's gay? This is what you should say. It's not okay to make assumptions about someone's identity. If he comes out to you, please respect his privacy. This is like the shitty RoboCop. Sexual preference, outdated term. Homosexual, outdated term. Instead of saying diverse or minority, you say person of color. Marginalized identity. Instead of saying, what are you? Where are you from? What is your cultural ethnic background? Where are your family and ancestors from? I don't want to ask where your ancestors are from. 
outdated terms, colorblind, Caucasian. The correct term is white. Diverse person or student. That, that diverse? Diverse is already outdated. Instead of saying Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, say, have a great break. Oh, this last one. I I don't care for this one. Oh, boo, this last one. A person is learning disabled. You can't say that anymore. A person has a learning difference. A person is handicapped. A person has physical disability or is differently abled. They're differently abled. How is he differently able to walk if he can't walk? And instead of saying, I'm so OCD, Say, you might refer your to your habits. I'm so hyper-focused on organization rather than use mental health conditions in an, as an adjective. Outdated terms, handicap, slow, special needs, mentally impaired, has a defect, and, of course, outdated term, retarded. This is so, th- this whole list is such a shit show. It's fantastic. I'm so happy I found that. <laughs> Instead of saying, hey, welcome to the neighborhood, you say, please sign this NDA and liability release documents so we can say hi to each other once in a while. No shit. Boy, my kids would not do good at that school. My kids would not do good at that school. All right, our final story here of the day. Let's go back to Florida, shall we? We just took a a quick break there, bud. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. Boy, oh boy, Monday was not a good day for 22-year-old Cody Meter. You see, he met with a judge on Monday and was ordered a psychological evaluation after being accused of sexually assaulting two stuffed dolls, including an Olaf from Frozen, while at a Target. I know, I said a mouthful there. So, A, the dude's in Florida. B, he's arrested. What's he arrested for? He had sex with an Olaf doll and another doll inside a Target in Florida. Uh, He's being charged with criminal mischief and exposure of sexual organs. He first found a stuffed unicorn. Well, it was empty, and then he stuffed it. Hey, hey, now. (laughs) 
way this is written is fantastic. He first found a stuffed unicorn and allegedly dry humped it in the view of a target loss prevention officer. The suspect then grabbed an Olaf stuffed animal of the widely popular PG-rated Disney movie Frozen and dry humped it until, that is correct, he ejaculated. This guy is my favorite person of the day, just the way he talks. He admitted his dirty deed to the cops, saying he did, quote, stupid stuff, and yeah, I nutted on the Olaf. His father said his son has a history of this type of behavior. As a juvenile, he did sex acts with stuffed animals at a, at a clear water fucking Walmart. Uh, we had some weirdo coming to our gym, and she didn't want to work uh, the takedown techniques we were learning. And it was just a weird person to deal with. At the end of practice, our coach was talking about how there was virtual weigh-ins for an event he was competing at. And I said, well, that, that's retarded. And the weird girl goes, we don't say the R word. Which my coach replied, yeah, that word is kind of a staple in the gym. It's not going away. We haven't seen her since. Good for your coach. In his defense, they make those stuffed animals so fucking soft and plush these days. Can you really blame him? Yeah, you, you know, I, but here's the thing. I can in public. See, that's the only problem. At home, hey, if he wants to assault an Olaf doll... After, you know, he's two-timing a unicorn. I get it. Olaf's just going to take him over the edge. But this is, you know, this is at, at a Target store. That's a problem there. In Florida. I mean, yes, we all expect it to happen anyway. We don't want it to happen. But we know if we ever have to go, I, I already know this right now. If I ever end up in Florida... And if I ever end up in a Walmart in Florida, that will be by far the most redneck place I have ever been in my entire life. I'll, I'll, I'll say it right now. I guarantee. I see at least one fight there. At least one. I am betting that I might see a titty in there. A pool of blood, that's a given. That is definitely a given. Some sort of drawn cartoon alligator all over the place. Yeah, I don't look forward to that day. I'm just telling you that right now. Not looking forward to that day. Uh, that's going to do it for me today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh Tomorrow's Friday. Look at that. Fuck, man, we ran through this week. We got through this week good, people. Shit, look at y'all. Y'all some badass motherfuckers. All right, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Friday Eve, and uh, adios, everybody.
got a bumper sticker on the back of my truck There ain't another like it cause I had it made up I can tell who's behind me, they give themselves away Lay on their horn when they read this phrase Honk if you honk it on Don't if you don't, but if you do Don't you love to honk if you honk it on me and Friday night go hand in hand Ice cold beer and a swinging band A girl on my arm that won't let go She caught my little sign about a mile ago Honk if you honk it honk Don't if you don't but if you do Don't you love to honk if you honk it honk The other day I was cruising through town Sheriff pulled me over, I thought I had it now I rolled down my window, he said with a grin I want one of them stickers or I'm gonna run you in Honk if you honk it honk Don't if you don't, but if you do Don't you love to honk if you honk it honk Honk if you honk it honk You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.